Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Heather. And I'm really excited about our conversation today because we get to talk about our fall reading list. But before we do that, I want to know, how did your summer reading go? So my summer reading list had its ups and downs. I thought I had read my whole list and I went back to look at it and I realized that there was one book left on my list, but I'm going to justify it because I kind of filled it in with a different book because my friend had given me these books to read that she really loved. And so I wanted to read them. And I was like, I'm going to count this in place of the other one. Cause as I was looking at the last book I was going to read, I realized I don't really, I don't want to read that book. I'll forgive you because there was a book on my list that I didn't read, which I just realized today as I was going through it. Oh. But, but I'm pretty sure I told you that I wasn't going to read it because it is a series that won't be completed. Like the author right. won't be finishing it. So I felt okay not reading it. And I felt kind of bad. I mean, the first book got tons of great reviews. So there's lots of unhappy readers out there. I don't want to be one of them. So I'm not going to be read. I didn't read it. And I realized that as I was looking at my summer list and comparing it to my fall list, I picked without trying, I picked the exact same number. I had 10 books on my summer read list and I've got 10 books on my fall read list. So oh, okay. I guess 10 is the magic number for me. 10 your number. Unfortunately, some of my books on my summer to be read list, I did not finish. I started it, got about 20, 30% in, realized this book isn't to me, for me, I'm not interested and I'm not going to read it just to say I read the book. That happened yeah. to be with my historical romance. It was just, I skimmed through it and I still wanted some closure to kind of see like, how did this kind of shake out for them? So I can kind of see how it ended up. I'm glad I didn't like stick through it. So for the most part, I would say out of all the books I read, I liked three. Well, which ones would you say were your favorite <laughs> reads? I loved The Seat Filler and I loved Letters to the Lost. And those are my two that I enjoyed the most out of all of, which are both contemporary. And they're standalones. So for me, I think I finished all of my books all the way through, except for I think one of them I might have just skimmed. And maybe I didn't completely finish that one. But I think the rest of them I was able to finish probably my favorites. And and how I how I do it with my books is with a list like this, I like to read the ones I don't think I'm going to love so much first. And I kind of, I like to save the best for last. I, I do the same thing when I'm eating. Like I eat all my vegetables first, like the things I'm not going to love so much so that I can savor and enjoy the yummy part of my dinner last. Mm. So I guess I'm, I'm that type of girl. So I saved The Second Blind Son for last because that is an Amy Harmon book and I love Amy Harmon and I did enjoy it. But I think the one that surprised me that I loved, didn't expect to love so much was To Sir With Love. That was a contemporary, and it was just a cute little love story that I feel comfortable being able to like recommend to people because it was clean, um, it was cute, easy read. So I really enjoyed that. So those probably were my two my top reads on my list. I should say probably that two of my books on my list were not clean reads. So those of you who uh, avoid those types of books, 
I would say avoid Secrets of a Summer Night and avoid uh, or don't read In Harmony by Emma Scott. They're both good books, but they were not clean. So that leads us to our fall list. I'm, I don't know. I'm really excited about my fall list. Reading in the fall just seems so perfect. And reading the summer seems perfect too, because you're at the beach, you're at by the pool, you know, lazy summer days. But there is something about fall and being able to mm. cozy up with the book and a blanket mm-hmm. and maybe even like a cup of tea or hot cocoa mm-hmm. and read your books. So I'm excited. Yes. Well, because it is that season of fall and Halloween, Thanksgiving, I tried to find some books that kind of felt like in that mood. So I didn't really focus too much on like genres. So I think it kind of led me to being more towards the fantasy. Oftentimes in the books, you don't know like what time of the year it's going to be if it's like right. a contemporary, unless you know, this is a Christmas book or like and sometimes they say this is a summer book. So I was trying to see if I could figure out what time of year or, or season the books were. And I think I did a pretty good job of finding books that were in kind of this fall season. So I have like a book that's with football. So football is definitely a fall thing. My son's first football game was this week. And um, so we're all about the football season. So I have like a football book, which is a contemporary. And then I have a book with ghosts. I have Ooh. a book. Yeah, I have a that book sounds with good. Dracula. I have like a fairy tale retelling, oh, which I feel like fairy tales to me kind of have that fallish feel to it. I don't know. Oh, totally. I was yeah. thinking about that today too. And I think uh, like if I see a book that talks about like a forest or something, I automatically think fairy tale. Yeah. Do a lot of fairy tales take place in forests? <laughs> I don't know, but that's kind totally. of where my goes. <laughs> you see the leaves falling and, and right. in the forest. And, and the foliage. Yeah, and, the yeah. foliage. And then I have one that have kind of talks about with demons. So kind of more on this like spooky end. And then one of the books that I included into my summer reading list was, and I posted on Instagram is what I said I showed that I was reading right now, is Stalking Jack the Ripper. And that was actually set in like August and September. So it was kind of like the end of summer. Like when I was reading it, I'm like, this is like close to the date that I'm reading it currently is when it's set in time. So I thought that was kind of cool. So this one, I'm going to finish, that's a series. And so I'm going to do book two. I'm going to put into this fall reading, which is Hunting Prince Dracula. I did try to pick all standalone for my Mm -hmm. fall reading, because when you do series for me, I want to read all the series at the, the same time. And that could take a long time. So there's only two books in my fall reading list that are part of a series. I'm going to start one that's number one of a, of a series. So I might put that towards the end. So then I can just maybe read it through. But I am currently about to start The Hunting of Prince Dracula just because I'm in that in that series. But yeah, so I'm kind of excited about my books. Yeah, like I have only nine books on my list and seven of them are standalone. Cool. What do you have? Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so, well, first of all, the way that I went about finding mine was some of them were already on my Kindle and kind of in my queue ready to be read. So I've included those, even though they may or may not be folly, but... Then I went ahead and went to my to-read list on Goodreads, and I arranged my to-read list so that it would display the publication date. 
So I went to the ones that are going to be published soon or have already been published so that I am not starting a series that hasn't finished and waiting, waiting forever for that. So that was kind of the method I did. And the ones that I chose were either because, like I said, the books, the series is finished or because they felt a little folly to me. Mine aren't like way totally folly like yours are with Dracula and blood and whatever fantasy is in forests. But I did, I do have a couple that I'm excited about. So one that is already on my list was already on my list with Sears by Heather Frost. And I've read some of her books before in the fantasy genre and I absolutely loved them, but I've been a little bit nervous starting her Sears, Sears series because it's, it's a series. <laughs> and um, that means I would have to be reading it for a while. So actually I might put that book at the end of my list, kind of like you put the series at the end so that it might take me into fall. But one of my books on there, so I'll just go through, if you want me to, I can go through and kind of just hit the highlights of what books I've got. Maybe we can yeah. take turns. Yeah. And I did try to find a little bit from every genre. In fact, I'm really proud. I do have an urban fantasy on my list. We're going to um, try it. You're going to try I'm gonna it. I'm going to try it. I haven't always had success with those, <laughs> but I'll get to that in a second. So first on my list, and I don't, this is not necessarily the order that I'm going to be reading them. It was just kind of the order that I've found them. Um, and with reading, I kind of have to kind of go with my mood, what I'm in the mood for. So if I'm in the mood for historical fiction, I'll probably look at my list and read historical fiction and fantasy or whatever. So I do have Sears on there. That's a fantasy. I do have a contemporary. I think it's the only contemporary. Yeah. Only contemporary on my list is called I Hated You First by Rachel John. Mm. It's got one of those covers with the faces are blank. You know, it's kind of a cartoony graphic yeah um, the ones that I like avoid but well, I need to give I a chance two, but I've read a couple and kind of liked them so I'm not totally me too yeah to anti those I learned to um, not judge a book by its cover good for you yeah congratulations thank you oh, this but one's kind of cute though Kind of it caught my eye because this guy, I, I'm guessing it's going to be from both points of view. And the guy, his best friend's half-sister, he's got a crush on, but his best friend has a grudge against his half-sister. So he can't really like, he's got to take his best friend's side. And so he doesn't really befriend her, but he has a crush on her kind of like from, the, from a distance, he has a crush on her and she's got a crush on him. He works for her dad. So, you know, she's the boss's daughter. He can't date her. And then I love those boss. scenarios. I love all those scenarios. <laughs> I, know, this is, I hope you like right. this so I can read it because this is like okay. all the tropes that I. Love. Okay, but not, not, only, not only that, but his boss, her dad, asks him to check on, up on her dates. So Perfect. He's got, <laughs> he's got to be like, to, I don't know if he's like, spying on her or what asking her questions about it or what but he's got to watch her going on go on these dates so I thought that could be a really fun scenario hit some really good tropes there yeah all right you're up next okay well this isn't in the order that I'm reading um I already talked about the one of them maybe I'll be like you and I'll save best for last but I've been excited to read it so I'm kind of anxious so maybe once I finish the series I'm in right now which is the Hunting Prince Dracula by Carrie Maniscalco. But anyway, this book is by one of our favorite authors. It's called The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adams. 
I am currently reading that. What? I think. <laughs> yes, I'm totally reading that right now. Well, I won't tell you anything about it. So don't tell me. Well, I'll about tell you it. if it's horrible, but it's good so far. And it's right. football. Is that the football book? Yeah, that's the football one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So All right. It was cute. So they've been best friends for forever. They both have crushes on each other. Usually when they're best friends for a long time and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, now we love each other. I'm usually not a fan of that trope. But sometimes you're friends, but there's some other reason why you can't really act on that connection or that attraction you have on the person. I'm okay for that. But if it's like, you're like, you've been friends for all this time. And now all of a sudden you're realizing, oh, wait, he's cute or she's pretty. Like, why did it take you this long to figure that out? So sometimes I'm not a fan of the, they've been best friends forever and now boom, they're going to fall in love. So yeah, I'm kind of the same as you. I don't always, I don't love that either. However, the way she's written this one, I'm, I've been okay with it. And she kind of does give a good reason why they haven't acted on it. So it's been believable and it's his perspective and her perspective. So you get to see from his perspective, why he hasn't from her perspective, why she hasn't. So for me, I've been okay with it. I really like the dual perspective books. Well, it works really well with this book, I think. All right, okay, what's, so next, what's the book on yours? Okay, so next on mine is one that was already on my Kindle. So that's why I kind of added it. But I think that you'll really, I think you'll find it kind of charming. The title is called The Fall of Lord Drayson. Um, it's a historical fiction. I think the reason why I picked this is because... Well, the Lord Drayson, he has, he kicks out his tenants. So Lucy and her mom are like kicked out of this house that he owns. And so she's really upset about it. He's such a jerk, right? But something happens and she finds him unconscious on the side of the road. And she decides, and he, when he wakes up, he can't remember anything. Oh, And so she decides to make him her servant. (laughs) So yes, totally an overboard retelling or maybe a pre-telling because this is a historical fiction. So I'm so excited about that one. I think it'll be a fun read. I hope it's a fun read. It got pretty high stars actually, 4.14 stars on Goodreads um, out of 4,000 ratings. So pretty good ratings. Um, I'm really excited to read that one. So I'm kind of like you. I went back to my Goodreads list and I said, what books have been on there the longest? And so that's how I was kind of picking my books. And from that, I was saying, okay, which one kind of fit this parameter of feeling kind of like this, this fall feeling, but not all of them. So this one that has been on my, on my list for a while, and it's called Just One Wish by Janet Rallison. I like these stories where she works with the movie stars going to Hollywood. I don't think it's really believable. However, I still really like reading them. (laughs) Ordinary girl. Meets the Hollywood star. All right. My next one is actually one that was on my list already. It's a duology and the second book is coming out. So that's why I chose this one. But also it's about school. It's called The Last Graduate by Naomi Novik. And the first book is about um, these kids that go to a school. And it's a magic school. Like literally the school is magic and it kind of is causing the kids to have all these kinds of problems and things like that anyway book two is coming out and so I said since school had just started for my kids and I also really wanted to read this book anyway it's made my list however it hasn't come out yet and I've requested from the library 
And so I'm on a wait list. So if it doesn't come in in time, I might have to bump it to my winter list, but it is one of my, uh, one of my fall, fall list books. That's a good setting for that one. Well, my next book on my list is called Illusions of Fate by Kirsten White. The cover is pretty. She has a pretty dress on. It looks like in a ring and there's like birds flying out of the cup. It's just really kind of mystical. And it is about uh, magic. So you're talking about magic. Now I'm talking about magic. And she's just into this world of magic and danger secrets. The cover looks very folly. Like it's Mm -hmm. kind of dark and yeah with with the birds like the crows or the birds and everything Mm -hmm. like that so yeah I like that cover that's a beautiful cover and I like that it shows a girl on there but doesn't show her whole face so I Mm -hmm. could kind of if I did read it I could kind of use that as a base for my character but not totally have to go off of what the cover is showing me yeah I've had this book on my wanting to read list for like seven years so I'm gonna give it a try and see it has pretty good ratings I have some friends who have read it and gave it four stars this author has written a lot of books a lot of paranormal and fantasy books so that's promising so maybe I will find a new author that I will enjoy Hmm. yeah well let me know about that one that one looks good okay okay so next on my list is it's a duology it's called cast in firelight by Dana Swift I chose this one because it's got some good tropes in it I thought there's like an arranged marriage and it has one of my favorite tropes, which is secret identities. Oh, yes. So they, they're, they're engaged to be married, but they take on these secret identities and they end up meeting each other as those secret identities so that they, so they don't know that they're actually the one that they're marrying. I just love stories like that when they get to know each other outside of who they actually are. I know that, I guess that seems false and fake, but I also feel like they get to know each other in like just everyday normal setting instead of their royal selves and fancy dinners and all those types of things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, range marriage is a favorite trope. Secret identity is a favorite trope. Plus like the titles cast in firelight. That just reminds me of like fall and the, and the cover on the book was very fall ish. And I think the thing that, did me in was that it says at the very bottom of the little blurb perfect for fans of Saba Tahir and Mary E. Pearson I've read both Mm -hmm. of those authors and I've enjoyed them so I'm excited about that one okay so my next one is called The Semini so doesn't that sound so fallish it does by Kelly Armstrong it is in a series series. it looks like it's a series of three and this one's done with ghosts that sounds perfect for Halloween. Yeah. And the blurb says it it all started on the on the day I saw my first ghost and the ghost saw me. Now there's ghosts everywhere and they won't leave me alone. It's also on the book list of books that should be made into movies. Um, it's on the best young adult books, best paranormal romance books. So it's hopeful. My next book, it's called Small Favors by Aaron Craig. And it came out kind of recently. And I think I like had seen it posted on just like pop up on Goodreads and pop up places that I, you know, look and find books. And so I, and it was getting some really good reviews. So I decided to add it. And I do think it might feel a little folly because it talks about the woods, a forest that at one time there was like monsters and things that stalked 
the area now things are happening and they think that these mystical devilish creatures might be back again and it does say that as fall turns into winter Mm. so I thought oh that'll be a perfect setting for my fall book read Um, so it is fantasy it deals with some sort of monsters or devils or something in the in the woods and of course woods feels very folly to me so I thought that's that would a be a good, good fall read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I'm I'm a little nervous about the whole romantic aspect of it because it doesn't really mention anything until the very end when it says Ellery finds herself in a race against time before all of Amity Falls, her family, and the boy she loves go up in flames. So I don't know how much of a romance aspect it will have, but it might have a little bit. Well, well fingers crossed on that one. Well, my next book is an author that you and I are kind of familiar with. It's a Marissa Meyer book. It's called mm-hmm. Heartless. Oh. And you know me. Remember when we, we played Barbies? I was always a villain. <laughs> yes, you were. Yes, you were. I was not creative enough to be the villain. I couldn't think of evil designs and hatch wicked plans. I guess that was your area of expertise. <laughs> My Barbies were quite devious and quite calculating. Yes. Stabbers. And they would all of a sudden my Barbie would show up with chopped hair. And you'd be like, what happened? I'm like, oh, this is her evil twin sister. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Yes, playing Barbies was never boring with you. I was very sad when you decided you didn't want to play Barbies with me anymore. <laughs> you got you got too old. I still want to uh, play Barbies though. Yes. I feel like with Halloween, I like to get dressed up as the villain. People out there, I'm a huge Halloween person. My husband and I both are. We love to get dressed up. I don't know if there's ever been a Halloween where I have not got dressed up into a costume. So this one is Heartless. And I think it's the story of the Queen of Hearts from Wonderland. I'm not a huge Alice in Wonderland fan, but I thought the cover looked really cool kind of has that fallish feel to it it's with the the story of a villain so I'm going to give it a chance yeah let me know I've read Marissa Meyer before I'd be curious to try her again if you like this one okay so my next book actually when I was pulling this list together I just felt like I wanted to try a fairy story Fairies have been hit and miss with me. You know, one of our favorite books is a, fa- a fairy story, but I've, I haven't had a lot of success since then in finding a fairy story that I love. So my next book is actually a fairy story. It's called Pawn. And not only is it a fairy story, but it's also an urban fantasy. <laughs> it's um, Pawn by Karen Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H. I wouldn't say that the book cover drew me in really I'm not sure exactly where or how I came across this book it has some really really high ratings uh 4.6 stars from 2000 ratings but so I thought I would give it a try um essentially the girl the main character her parents disappear she needs to find them there they are bounty fairy bounty hunters and so she needs to try to find her parents and she teams up with the scariest, most mysterious, imposing fairy of all named Lucas. And I guess he's going to somehow help her maybe find her parents. 
So I think it'll be an interesting read. I don't know. I guess fairies can be a little bit fall-ish. I don't know. Fairies can kind of cover all seasons, but it just seemed a little mysterious. The cover seems mysterious and a little dark. So I thought maybe it'd be a good fall read. Okay. So my next one is a contemporary. And this is actually an author that I like. I've read a few of hers. Her books are not typically clean reads. So I'm not too sure about this one. So I'm thinking this one may not be a clean read. It's called All the Little Light by Jamie McGuire. He's the star high school athlete. And, you know, I have, I'm a sucker for, <laughs> for the athlete. The cover just looked really pretty with this little town and the lights. I had had it on my list for a few years. It says it's a riveting tale of first love that starts young but runs deep. I just liked the author, and I thought the book was pretty. I hadn't read her in a long time. Oh, good. I hope you like that one. Okay, so my next book, you're going to love this title. (laughs) It's called A Proper Scoundrel. It's um, a historical fiction by Esther Hatch. I recently read Esther Hatch for the first time, and I ended up loving the book that I read. It was called Manor for Sale. Baron included. And I thought it was just a darling read. I really enjoyed that story. So I'm, I'm wanting to give this author another try. And out of all the books that she has, this one just seemed the most fall, maybe because the cover, her other covers are bright and cheery. And this one was a little bit darker, not dark, dark, but you know, not as bright and cheery. So um, that's why I decided to pick this one. It's a historical fiction. It's got a couple of fun tropes in there. The heroine, she's a successful businesswoman and she's always getting people, you know, proposing to her. She's got lots of suitors after her and she kind of just doesn't want to get married. And so what she decides to do is she's going to appeal to the most notorious rake in London, the Baron Lord Bryant, and ask him to ruin her reputation <laughs> I like those tropes too so, I know. so first he, he he doesn't want to but then he when he realizes her situation he kind of grudgingly agrees to this and um, of course obviously we know what's going to happen as they mm-hmm. do what they're going to what they're going to do so I like fake relationship tropes I think mm-hmm. that they're super fun super cute and I'm hoping I will love this one as much as the first book of hers that I read um, Proper scoundrel. It just seems like such a fun. Yes. Well, that's an oxymoron. Oxymoron. Moron. Yeah. 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 No, no, wait. Yeah. Oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah. Proper scoundrel. Okay. So this next book that I put on my list is called Pretty Much Perfect by Sally Johnson. The cover's pretty, has a guitar and flowers. So it's a story about a girl who is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So I have attempted to read a few books with people of our faith. And generally, I'm not much of books of faith in my fiction. Mm-hmm. And just, I, I just, I'm kind of the same as you. I, I, I sort of avoid those for some reason. They, Yeah. So, but this one, she's like the sensible girl. She's had her future mapped out. She would never do anything dangerous. And then... She makes a split-second decision that changes everything, and she finds herself roped into helping Liam, a handsome British man. Um, and so, you have to have like a British accent in your your head. Yeah, so my this. head will have to create a British accent. But the thing is, 
what she doesn't know, he, this mysterious stranger that she kind of crossed paths with, is the lead singer of a popular band. <laughs> and so just kind of again one of those like he's kind of a celebrity and and just mm -hmm. ordinary girl and I thought mm -hmm. that was kind of an interesting dynamic of you have this like this church girl so I'm coming across with like kind of a mu musician or like a popular singing band that uh, might be an interesting scenario to be in so it kind of intrigued me I'm gonna have to go probably pick out some like cute British band singer as <laughs> <laughs> my casting and she's, she's a recently returned missionary. She's about to anticipate her return to college. So again, kind of like with your thing, like the beginning of the school year, going back to college mm -hmm. is kind of a fall thing. So I thought kind of the setting, the time is kind of fit with this. So fingers crossed that I'll be able to enjoy this book. Well, very cool. So I've got two more books left. This one that I'm going to, I have on my list, it's, it's called Six Crimson Cranes and the reason why I've got it on there is because I've requested it from the library and it came through. So I need okay. to read it before it goes back to the library, but I'm not hundred percent certain I will read it at this point in time. So it's kind of sort of on sort of off my to read list, my for fall, because it's part of a series and I don't know how long the series is going to be. It does say that the next book is coming out next year. But I don't know when next year. So if it's early next year, I'd be happy to read it now. So I just wait a couple months. But if it's late next year, I might put this book off a little bit and read it later. So I think it's sort of a retelling of that fairy tale. Her brothers turn into swans and she can't speak words. She's not allowed to speak. So it's, I think it's a retelling of that. So it's kind of on, but kind of off my to read list. It's my question mark book. So we'll see. I'm not sure if I'll get to it. Okay, well, this is the last book on my list. It is by an author that we've read before. The cover is cool. It's called Sorcery of Thorns by Margaret Rogerson. This one deals with magic and demons. Sounds very fallish to me. And that's it. That's all my books on my list. You have one more? Okay, yes, I have two. So this book, unfortunately, has a little bit of an unfortunate title. It's called... The Nabob's Daughter. <laughs> I was like, what's a Nabob? I kind of like figured from the word that maybe it's not a positive thing. But I really liked the cover. The girl on it is super pretty. She's a really pretty redhead. So I guess that's why I picked this one up. And it was already on my Kindle. So that's another reason why it's on my list. I don't know that there's anything really fall ish about it but it's about a girl who's in an arranged marriage that she doesn't want she has a life in india and loves it but he's his her father is marrying her off to a english nobleman and she doesn't really want to be a part of that so she decides to i think she decides to be sort of just a ridiculous woman so that her fiance won't want to marry her but he kind of sees through that and he sees who she is and he decides that she actually is a very impressive lady and realizes that she doesn't want to marry him. He doesn't really want to marry her. So he, they kind of work together to ensure her freedom and return her to India where she loves, wants to be. And I think during that whole thing, they sort of fall in love. Or a historical romance is this one. It's solidly in that category. But it got some really good reviews. It's 4.5 stars, not a lot of ratings, but I think I'll give it a try. Yeah, well, you definitely have a good list of books that I'm hoping that you really like. 
So you can um, refer them to me and I can, I can read them. I hope I like them too. And yes, you have to let me know which of your books were your favorite fall reads. I'm excited to start reading some of these books. Well, thanks for sharing your fall list with me. Yeah. So we'll post this up on our Instagram, our books that we've chosen for our fall reading list. And so you can read along with us if you'd like and comment on and let us know if you've read any of those. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.